Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Ryan on the set. My day, like a normal day, but I had to do everything later. What do you mean? So like usually on Tuesdays, I can sleep in till about like 9.30, 10 or so, go to the gym and then knock out some errands and just be normal productive. Today, I still woke up at 8.30. Why? Well, uh, Crystal needed help getting stuff put together. And, you know, if she's awake, I'm awake. So I was up and then I'm not going to go back to bed. So then I'm just like hanging around, digging around until... So is your two o'clock feel like a four o'clock is what you're saying? Yeah, no, I feel like... This should be like 11 o'clock, but it's actually three. And that's a bad sign. That is a bad... You're going to fall asleep. I'm not going to fall asleep. You're I, laying down right now. I'm absolutely laying down. I'm not going to fall asleep. For those listening at home, Mason is now laying... We're, we're recording in a karaoke room because I'm sick of the beep in the conference room. So if my audio sounds like it's on its side, it's because the microphone... That, that's not how no, audio micro, works. The microphone's laying down like I am. Right. That's and not so, going to change the... Se- well, no. Here's what you need to do. Take your headphones and put them upside down. <laughs> but just the left ear, because I'm on the left side and you're on the right side. So the left ear you need to hook up, because otherwise the music will come upside down. I knew your mic was going to flop down, Did too. it just do... Yeah, it just flopped down. Uh-oh. It needs to be faced towards you. All right. How about, how about, how about now? Is that better? Is that... See how it's on a pivot? It has oh. to be facing you like that. Okay. So... Now you got to hold both. Oh, Christ. Okay. All right. You, know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... you can just hold it like that. Free. Oh, no. Damn it. Damn this it. is really good radio. Damn it. All right. Fine. I'm getting up. This is great. Oh, no. Radio. All the blood. Oh, no. Oh, no. All the blood so went let, to my let's head. Let's just restart this episode. No. That was a funny bit. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. You're back to normal. All this right. is... That was a weird... <sighs> that was a weird cut we had to make because you were laying down and the microphone flopped down. Yeah. So, normally, I should be able to lay down, but now... Now, I'm going to be angry. Now, I'm going to be angry as we record this. Okay. Time. I'm going to buy you a headset mic oh so that you God, could just lay so down. Great. All right. I was feeling good. I was loose. I was goose. I was laying down. It was gonna be great. All the blood was like going to my head. I was gonna be sharp. Now I have to sit up and crouch down. So now the blood's out of my head. This is good radio. This is good. What are we doing? Are we starting? We've already we're already recording the show. This is episode seven. You said if we got past seven episodes, then the show is worth keeping. How'd you say it? No, basically, it's once you hit seven episodes, then you will stick with it. You have to, once you, if you go before that, it's a lot easier to quit and say, eh, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to go about it. But once you hit seven, now it's more ingrained into this is what I do, especially because we do it at the same time every week. Right. So it's a lot more, this is built into my schedule now, as opposed to, eh, maybe I'll do it next time. Or I'm less likely to say, I'm not feeling it today. Can we go tomorrow? Like as soon as you say, can I do it tomorrow? Just you're never doing it. You know, there's a there's a popular podcast on our network called The Podcast Method. It's all about podcasting, and I should probably listen to that. You should have done that before I just this learned, started. Yeah, I just learned a bunch about podcasting from you. That so. can't be right. I know. Because I'm super, like, not drunk, but I'm punch drunk. You are punch drunk. I am a little punch drunk. It's fine. I should, I, should I punch you? You can't punch me. I, oh, I have and I will. All right, <laughs> let's talk about some movies. Okay. Ready? Yes. Let's dive into it. All right. So, Fantastic Beasts: Crimes of Grindelwald. Did you see it yet? I've not seen it. Are you going to see it? 
No. Uh, You're not a Harry Potter fan. Well, I'm not a Johnny Depp fan. Okay. Well, I'm a giant Harry Potter fan, so I'll over- overlook the Johnny Depp of it right now. The, the thing I'm going to say... So, we haven't reviewed any movies yet. I'm not going to until no. End of the Apocalypse. No, we're not doing but that. We're not, I will not. say this about Fantastic Beasts, because I love Harry Potter, is that Johnny Depp's character, I hear the Jack Sparrow in it, and it pulls me out every time. I, from what I've, I've heard, like it's fine. It's perfectly, it's perfectly passable. It's just, it's the Attack of the Clones of Harry Potter. Like it's, it's kind of a filler movie. I love it because I love world building. I love the characters. I think Dan Fogler is a genius, but it does feel like a filler movie. We've talked about this before, like universe building and just like yep. continuing that process. So mm-hmm. I get it. I can understand it. Um, it feels to me like they're they're stretching out <coughs> to sorry to make the money. Uh, because they're they're they know the next movie is going to be the big battle. Is that is it? Yeah, they're setting up a giant battle for the. Is next this the movie. one where there's supposed to be five of these movies? Is that what they had talked no, about? No, th- no, this is going to be a trilogy. Okay, where have, I've heard something like the Harry Potter prequels or whatever you want to call this was there was going to be like five of them. I haven't heard that. Which, if that makes sense, then it's like okay, cool. This doesn't mean anything because you can't wait. Any prequel setup where you know going in there's going to be X number of movies, I don't care about right. in the middle because the, you're actively saying the middle doesn't matter. It felt like there was no stakes in this movie, and I like world building, so well, I enjoyed it. I'll watch. It. I'll probably see it in theaters a couple times. No I love prequel Harry has stakes. What? No prequel has stakes. No prequel has stakes. That's true. Because well, that's not true. They introduce characters that uh, some of them are, are most likely dead before Harry's even. In, around but i want to know how they die but you don't see a lot of like main character development you don't see really any main character deaths in this one spoiler alert uh it's just it's, it's just you can't filler. say spoiler alert after that doesn't i work. can and i will it doesn't work that's not how spoiler that's alert fine. works most interesting thing about this movie so far it's kind of a flop as no far i as heard that was the other way it's it's did it did well it did it did the worst of a harry potter movie ever well yeah but it's also not a harry potter movie so it's, it got here, to, so I'm gonna put it put out some numbers to you. It made 62.2 million opening weekend. Okay, so that's a lot. But Fantastic Beasts made 74.4. Yes, it made a lot more. So it's trending down. It's trending down. It's, I mean, I, I would consider it an unsuccessful opening. I'm sure it'll do what do well over time, but I mean, Venom made 80.2 million. Yeah, well, Venom was great and a perfect film. Also, uh, Chinese um, box office, Venom slaughtered Fantastic Beasts. Venom's still Absolutely, playing in China? Absolutely, yeah. And it's still slaughtering, even though Fantastic Beasts is new. Interesting. And then, uh, to put it in a more... Uh, an idea for you, Solo, a Star Wars story, which is absolutely seen as a box office flop. Yes. For Disney, $84.4 million. That's also, though, hard to judge because this is November and November versus Summertime. So they're all different increments of when the movies come there, out. There's contributing factors there, all around. There are diminishing returns. Just, I'll tell you just from from me buying tickets to Fantastic Beasts opening weekend, I didn't see a lot of sold out theaters. No. No. This one, it had also a weird bit around it just because of the Johnny Depp of it all, which I... Yeah. You couldn't, like, promote the villain. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's fine. Weird. It's exciting. It did its own little thing, but I, I feel like yeah. it's moved on. I mean, I, I would I would give this movie a solid C+, plus, uh, because I loved everything about that universe, and I want to see more of it. I just... It just didn't... It didn't wow. I want to see prequels with not anyone involved in any of the storyline. Just what else is happening? Yeah. Show me more of this world. Like, the world is cool. The world is exciting. It doesn't have to all revolve around... Like, I, I get it. 
we're still making movies about World War II because World War II was pretty, like, important. Right. But there's other shit that's happened. And, like, yeah. the entire history of the wizarding world, like, it doesn't start with this. Yeah, there was a lot of places to go. Also, this, it's it's written really well, and it fits into the universe really well. I didn't do any research on the movie before I saw it. I didn't even know that J.K. was still writing the movies. Uh, well, she's, like, a screenwriter, right? She's, like, a Yeah, she's yeah. screenwriting, so it's... Nothing's out of character. Like, it's, it's not... To me, like how the Hobbits didn't feel like a Lord of the Rings movie, they felt completely different. Yeah, this was very. This was a Harry Potter movie to me. Okay, I mean, so there's that. I don't know what it means monetarily for the future if they'll stop with the third Fantastic Beast movie, or if they'll go off to a whole other tangent. No, I think they'll probably make a third one. They'll continue going the process. Like it didn't do so horribly that like oh no we got a bail like Solo did. Yeah. Uh, speaking of trends in Hollywood, so Aquaman comes out December twenty first. Yes. But if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get to see the movie five days early. Yeah. What the fuck? That's a very interesting idea that... As someone who works in a movie theater, Mason, what's your hot take? Well, I'm someone who has an Amazon Prime account. Right. So So you got both worlds. So, like, for me, it's... Now, I... Do they go into the specifics of this? Is it just, like, you have an Amazon... It launched today. You can buy the tickets early... So, uh, from what I understand, and please correct me, someone online, if I'm wrong. Nope, don't but, do that. <laughs> I like do not corrected. add us. Do not do that. I didn't want. I don't want to talk to any. I of want you. all the feedback. I don't want to talk to any of you losers. Fred said the audio quality was bad, so we made it better. That was That's good right. feedback. Well, you know what, Fred, suck it. No, nope. no, don't do that. All right. We want Fred to keep listening. I like you, Fred. You're my buddy. Um, so like the theaters will play the movie that day, but if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get to buy tickets for that five-day early. Then there's a four-day break, and then the movie comes out. Wait, so you buy, are you, you can watch it at home, or you're buying tickets? No, no, no. Home? You're buying tickets at a theater. Okay. But specific theaters are doing it. They're playing it for one day, okay. five days early. I thought this was just a, I could just sit on my couch, say, Alexa, play Aquaman, and then... They if would there was like, an Alexa in here, that'd be really funny, but there's not. Somebody listening to this has it on speaker, and they have an Alexa. <laughs> Alexa! Buy $40 sneakers. I don't think it will just buy $40 sneakers. Look, I read the Sarah Huckabee Sanders tweet. She said that happened. I don't believe that. No, she lied. Everything out of... I'm not going to get political on this podcast. Okay, so it's not not a you can watch it at home early. It's just... Alexa, download 5x5 at the movies. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Okay, it is basically just a a special advanced screening that you can go to. Okay, right. that's, that's and in our terrible. world we know that there are advanced screenings all the time and studios will, will you do that. It's just this is the first time it's like anyone can buy tickets to this advanced screening within reason if you have an Amazon Prime account. Okay, I don't it's mind a weird that. movie to start with. I don't mind that. I, I, I don't mind that at all. That makes sense. That's one of those like another like a lot of like if you go to like a concert you can do a pre sale just a couple of times and like if you have this if you have like a Citibank credit card, you can so I, didn't know, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so like, there's a lot of events there. You could just like you get these special perks if you have this membership, and like at ACL, if you have an American Express card, you can enter in this line. It's just another version of please use our specific product, and here's a cool little extra perk. I mean, it's for Aquaman, so like, yeah, weird flex, but here, okay. Here's, here's, I'm gonna ask you this. Sure, hit me. Are people excited to see Aquaman, or are they excited to see Jason Momoa in a movie? I mean, definitely Jason Momoa. If it wasn't him, I wouldn't give a shit. So, is so the people are getting amped up for Jason Momoa, the of motion course. picture. <laughs> I like that. So okay, so that's okay. So that's that's kind of how my thoughts have been with Aquaman. Because like I don't, I'm not hearing anything bad about Aquaman. It's just it exists, 
It's just around. Yeah, so I know I, they're trying to make it fun. So I can see this perfectly tying in. Like, all right, so you have an Amazon Prime account. Here's your Prime tickets, Prime Citizen, and then you are good to go. Here's you get to watch this movie a week before everyone else does. I bet they picked uh, Aquaman because of the release time because everyone's on Amazon right now buying their Christmas gifts. Oh, absolutely. So this is like their maximum visual... Uh, v- what am I trying to say here? Like the outreach. Their maxim- maximum outreach right now is everyone's already on their Amazon buying presents. So, all right, here's a movie coming out around Christmas. Oh, yeah, because especially because you got like Black Friday coming up, uh, Cyber Monday, all like that usual... See, when I was a kid starting out on AOL, Cyber Monday meant something different. Explain. Uh, I won't because... Well, I guess it's an explicit podcast. When you used to do the cyber sex on the instant messenger... Explain in more detail. Okay, see, you're younger than me. You might not have had this. I did have AIM. I had Did you do the ASL? I did ASL. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cybrid. Bunch of 35-year-old dudes pretending to be 17-year-old girls. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, All right, next piece of news... Disney Fox merger got another step forward with China giving the thumbs up. We're waiting on China for this one? Uh, we're waiting on a couple things, but like a lot of world courts need to say yes to mergers. I thought this was done. No. I thought this was locked it's in. It's not done we're deal. We're just waiting for the paperwork. No, this is a big This is a big deal, so it's going to take a long time. But like a lot of things was like, you know, if the United States says now, if China says now. And it, it's, from what I understand, like everyone was kind of worried because China fucking hates us right now because of these uh, tariffs, which I'm not going to put my opinion on right now because we're not going to get political. But and I don't know what's going on. So. China, we we're putting a lot of tariffs on China. And we we're like, now, what is a tariff? It's a tax on goods. Okay. So this is only half a bit. I know. Oh my God, you you call me stupid a lot. All right. So yeah, but you're stupid for stupid reasons. Yeah, I'm stupid because I can't count. I know what a tariff is. All right. <laughs> Basically, we're taxing the shit out of China to the tune of billions of dollars because uh, our leadership thinks that all our world's problems have to do with China's infrastructure, uh, money. So we thought uh, a, a lot of the thinking behind it was that China was going to say, uh, fuck American businesses. We don't want to see this merger happen uh, because China's a really big movie uh, market. And like okay. if they said no, maybe they oh, wouldn't Oh, yeah, no, China's it. big for, especially the big blockbusters. Huge. Yeah. China. Huge. China's huge. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, so they said yes. So now I think the, the next thing is like uh, the Monopoly courts here. And then uh, and then we're going to get X-Men and Avengers in the same universe. Is this going to happen in 2019? Or you think this is going to happen I don't think so. post-2020? Um, I don't know. But I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. No. I mean, there's too many moving parts. I know the one of the bigger things that Disney's chomping on the bits is to get a hold of Amazon. Oh, uh, not Amazon. <laughs> that's Jeez, dumb. That would be... Uh, that's a merger I'm waiting Avatar, for. Avatar, sorry. Is Disney uh, really wants to get their hands on Avatar and get the distribution for that. Does Disney not own... Who owns Avatar? Fox. Fox owns Avatar. Yeah, and they built that the Universal Studios Park, but Disney oh, wants it right. to be a Disney Park. What is Universal... Wait... Fox and Universal aren't the same. Universal Studios. Universal Studios, but 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 they they have a, a Avatar park there. Okay. I don't know. They have an agreement, just like Sony and Marvel do. Well, for okay, Spider-Man. no, that makes sense. Like at Universal Studios, they've got Harry Potter. They've got which is Warner Brothers. Okay, and they've got Simpsons, and they've got which is Fox. 
minions, but that's Illumination. Which is who gives a shit because fuck all the minions. It made a billion and a half dollars. Fuck the minions. The millions made and a billion. Fuck you and, and your love the of minions. minions. Did better than Solo. I don't give a shit. They're stupid. The minions are better than Star Wars. Are you are you going with popular opinion again? <laughs> no, I'm going with money, money, hell yeah. Okay, so you're right. A bunch of stupid children love minions. You're yeah. right. That's and a fine. bunch of adults don't actually care about Star Wars. They like to buy the t-shirt at Target and say they like Star Wars, but they won't oh, actually see the like movie. Oh, you sound like an angry geek. You don't even know that much about Star Wars, so I fuck don't, you. but I love this bit. Okay. <laughs> All right, where, let's get where, into it. Where, fuck where, Minions. They're stupid. No, Minions are I great. I love them. the Minions. Where were we going with this? We are talking Universal Studios. Because, no, it's Illumination. So, like, Universal Studios is its right. own hodgepodge of here's yeah. everything that's not Disney. So, here's everything else. Yeah, there you go. Do they want... And they, they, they want this because they want Avatar. I mean, they want a lot of things. They want all the other Marvel properties that Fox has. They want Fantastic Four. They want X-Men. They want Silver Surfer. You could have Fantastic Four. They will never make a good movie, ever. It's never going to happen. No. Uh, Okay, moving on. Minions Uh, are great. (laughs) Minions are not great. Despicable, yeah. All right, I'm done with that. Uh, Last piece of news today. Uh, YouTube is now showing films for free. Explain. Okay, so for a long time, YouTube, you could still rent and buy movies off of YouTube. Yeah, I did that for the interview way back when, when that movie... Um... <laughs> okay, weird weird pick, but all right. Because well, it, uh, like, it was like one of the first ones, and it was like, hey, it. it came out on Christmas. I ain't got so shit to do on Christmas. Na- there you go. So now YouTube is starting this series called Movies on Us. Well, they'll show some movies, but it's going to have ads, like, like regular commercials. Ugh. So you can watch like Terminator or Rocky or like some other random. So it's almost like movies. it's like you're watching the movie on TV, like cable, like a cable like version, but it's also still got the squares in it. Right. It's like an unedited TBS, which I like because I play YouTube on my on my uh, my home. See, uh, like that works on like TV. That works for like Hulu when it's like TV shows because there's like actual breaks of like you know here's Hulu the big does one. it for movies if you don't buy the premium. Really? Account. Okay, so I've I've actually never watched a movie on Hulu, so it does. So I, if you have the premium account, which is like twelve bucks, there's no ads. But if you have the regular like six dollar account, there's ads in the movie. Okay, I've only got the six dollar account. It's so. The same thing, except now it's free. It's called Movies on Us. I think it's a good move for YouTube. Now, are they like? good movies are they like i mean they're solid are they like the netflix like back of like 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 netflix is a lot of good original stuff but if you're looking for the new and all the advertisements they're showing rocky and terminator so okay so solid movies they're stuff stuff you've seen a billion times have you seen and like if you're watching on youtube you're probably watching it on your computer monitor or on your phone or so who gives a shit so the movies that are designed like i've seen this a million times i can watch the t1000 on my iphone x did you know that minion sucks uh, Minions made more money than Star Wars. I don't... That doesn't mean anything to me. It still sucks. doesn't matter. They made a Minions theme park because it was that important. Oh, my God. Uh, they are building the one of the bigger theme parks ever created, which will be a Star Wars theme park. All the information's coming out about it, but we're going to talk about that next week so I can get all that information correct. Good. So I have one week to not care. You have a, a week to get together your argument for why Minions is better than Star I've Wars. I've already made my argument why Minions are better than Star Wars. Okay, you want to talk about over time what's made more money, Star Wars or Minions? I'm Minions, down. Minions did a sprint. They sprinted to the finish line. <laughs> they didn't. Okay, uh, let's play an interview. This is an interview I did today with Luke Mullen. I know him. Yeah, you do. He is a programmer for Fantastic Fest, which means he picks... 
He helps pick uh, picks the movies that play during the film festival. He also works in film. Uh, I thought he was an editor, but he's not. He's a DIT um, technician. What does that mean? Um, we're going to find out find all out about interview? it right now. I mean, honestly, he explained it to me twice in the interview, and I still don't fucking get it. Well, you're it also sounds, dumb. I'm dumb, and it sounds boring, but you guys might like it. So here's my interview with Luke Mullen. And then the Minions. All right. We're here with Luke Mullen. Hi, Luke. Hey, Keith. Tell us about yourself. What do you do in relation to movies? In relation to movies? Yeah. Uh, well, for uh, kind of my day job, I work in uh, film and TV and commercials. I'm a digital imaging technician, so I handle on-set data management and uh, color and transcodes and kind of prepping files for editorial. Uh, but then in... So you're uh, an editor. Sort of my, it's, not, it's not really an editor. I call Although you I, editor. I work, I do work as an assistant editor sometimes. Okay. Um, but mostly, most of my work is DIT work. Um, but then sort of my passion is, uh, uh, festival work. So I program, uh, for fantastic fest here at yeah. the Alamo draft house uh-huh. and, uh, been doing that for about 10 years now. And, uh, I still don't understand what you do. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Which part uh, the programming the, or the DIT work, the DIT work. What's, what's that? <laughs> okay. So, I mean, modern cameras shoot on proprietary memory cards. So like you'll go to a camera house and you'll rent an Alexa mini and they'll give you like six CFast cards which will last like, I don't know, anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes per card. So you hire somebody like me to come in to copy that footage off onto hard drives so that you can reuse the cards throughout the so day. So you're a middleman. I am 100% a middleman. I'm the middleman between production and post. So at any point, they could just make technology better and your job is completely worthless. It seems unlikely, but... Okay, but it could happen. Supposedly. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess... I don't know. I mean, like, why the, can't the you just point... plug a hard drive into a goddamn camera? I mean, you can, but you're still talking about like, say, you know, you're shooting on a red and you're shooting 8K files in raw and red red raw format. You know, you're gonna hand those off to an editor who's gonna cut a whole feature film. Usually, you have somebody like me transcode the files to smaller files for them to work with. Okay, and then you go back to the 8K once you have the edit. Like, you usually don't edit in 4K. Yeah, but my, or 8K. T- my my TV only goes to 4K. Yeah, see, there you go. So it seems superfluous. <laughs> That's four extra K we don't need. Look, my job is really boring, but programming it for Fantastic like it. Fest on the okay. other Okay, let's talk about the film festivals. That's how I originally met you, is you're a programmer for Fantastic Fest. And you were a volunteer coordinator for us for a long time. I was a volunteer coordinator, and then they stopped letting me do that because I make inappropriate jokes. Yeah, well, among other things, but sure. <laughs> so, uh... Fantastic Fest. You pick movies that play during the festival. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Programming is probably different at every festival to some degree. And uh, there is sort of like a cloud of mystery behind it. Um, but just as far as like how things sort of work at our festival, um, you know, we have open submissions through uh, the Without a Box platform and the Film Freeway platform. Um, so we have... Uh, a screening team in place uh, that's sort of like the first line um, and they watch all of our open submissions and grade them uh, on a scale. We have like a review sheet that goes up and then anything that they think uh, is really good or has a chance at playing then kind of gets kicked up um, to sort of a base layer of, of programming team members. Uh, our, our programmer Logan Taylor uh, and Lisa Dreyer are both in charge of the screening team uh, coming up for 2019. Um, and so they'll kind of take those films and say, okay, yes, I think maybe these are good enough and they'll kick them up to the programming team at large. Um, we have 
eight members on our programming team. Um, so we'll watch those. And when, then we also uh, go to a lot of festivals. We'll go to Berlin. We go to, you know, Sundance and Cannes and uh, we'll go to all the markets and uh, chase films that we're interested in that, you know, we've uh, maybe we've played films by that director before or films by that screenwriter or uh, we've just seen promos for them and been interested or they've played at other festivals. Um, and so, I mean, we'll, we'll watch hundreds and hundreds of films, uh, and then talk about them. You know, it's, it's, uh, fairly democratic at our festival. You know, we don't, uh, it's not so much that we have like one person who, who programs everything. You know, we, we do obviously have a head of programming, uh, Everett Mersoy, who's great. Um, but we are really good about, um, he is really good about, uh, soliciting opinions from, from everyone on the team and once. Uh, people on the team to to watch the films and share their opinions and I mean ultimately he is going to be the one who decides whether or not to book something but like I said he's he's very good about uh, listening to the opinions of the other programmers and it does feel very much like a team effort when we're picking the films that play the festival oh yeah uh you introduced me to letter Kenny through the festival I did yeah oh my god so uh we we got a hold of this Canadian TV show that was only available uh, on a streaming service in Canada. It's called Crave TV. Um, so it wasn't like a broadcast show or anything, and it wasn't available anywhere else. Like the mm-hmm. streaming service, like many, was geo-locked. So like you had to be in Canada or you know use a VPN or something crazy right. to be able to watch the show. Not that you would ever do that. No, we got, we got episodes uh, sent to us from the producer and just fell in love with it. It's just an absolutely hilarious, uh, rapid-fire comedy. And uh, we they had already gone through the first two seasons by the time uh, episodes were submitted to us. And uh, so we kind of picked and chose and grabbed three episodes from the first season and three episodes from the second season to show uh, at Fantastic Fest in 2017, I guess. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. So. Yeah, it jumps out at me because it's a film festival, but the TV show was that goddamn good. Oh, so yeah. Had to, it has quickly become my favorite TV show, and I've spent, at this point, hundreds of dollars in their merch store. <laughs> and it is it has gotten picked up now, and uh, Hulu in the U.S. has seasons one and two, so that you know if you, if you guys are Hulu subscribers, you can go check that show out. Yeah, go watch Letterkenny. All right, let's talk about how you watch movies. Um, when you're at home... So when I'm at home, so, uh, you know, I set up... You're in your jammies. I, I built uh, a computer that sits, like, in my living room next to the Blu-ray player and everything right, else. Bill Gates, calm down. No, no, just because so many of, you know, all the screeners are online and everything. It's just right. easier to have a computer that just stays hooked up to my TV. Okay. Um, so I can watch all of our screeners that way. Um, when I get something I'm really excited about, I first I go make popcorn. Because I have to have popcorn. You have to have popcorn? I have to have popcorn. You're like one of the first people of everyone I've ever actually say they want the popcorn. I do. I do. I make popcorn at home. We have a little air popper and I like go to Central Market. Pop or... Secret or Volredenbacher? No, no. I get uh, like uh, Whole Foods or Central Market. I go to like the bulk aisle and buy like the yellow popcorn and then air pop it. Okay. Uh, and melt butter. And so I'll do like, uh, I do like the halfway through thing. So I get like two bowls. Mm-hmm. And you know it starts coming out of the popper, and I get about halfway and switch bowls, and then I butter that half, pour the rest of the popcorn over it, and butter that, and salt it all, okay. uh, and get a nice uh, ice cold ducked pepper okay. or a cream soda, uh, and a, like a paper towel, because you know the butter, you right. know, don't want butter on your fingers. So uh, yeah, that's and then crank crank the volume up pretty loud, and I'm ready to to watch a movie. Then how big's your TV? 
Uh, it's it's not that big. It's like 55 inches. All right. It's not huge. That's mine, too. That's fine. Yeah. When it gets too big, you got to turn your head to look at everything. Right? <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. No one has time for that, no. So you, you don't you don't watch movies on the laptop or the, the cell phone or... Not usually. I mean, sometimes if I'm out of town and, you know, I have to watch something. Like, I, I uh, worked on a movie in New Mexico uh, in June of last year. And mm-hmm. obviously that was still, like, the hot and heavy screening period for Fantastic Fest. So I, I did watch a bunch of screeners on my laptop there, just kind of out of necessity. But, okay. But no, I prefer to watch them in the living room if I can. All right. But, um... I should have better questions than that. So That's all right. Think. I like Milk Duds, too. I like Milk I'm a big Milk I'm Duds a, I, I feel like I hadn't had them in a long time, and I went to Walgreens for something, and they had, like, a big wall of, like, the movie theater candy. Yeah. And they were, like, four for four, and I was like, oh, Milk Duds. You know what? Uh, you ever see uh, Encino Man? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's that scene when Pauly Shore is taken. Um, oh, my God, who plays the caveman? Why am I blanking on his name? The mummy Oh, God. Guy, um, guy from uh, The Mummy. Uh, Brendan Fraser. Thank you, yeah. So he's taking Brendan Fraser, the movie podcast. I can't remember Brendan Fraser. Uh, he's taking him through the aisles. He's, he's going through all the candies and stuff. And he goes, here's milk duds. You hide them under your pillow so your mom doesn't find them. And all I could think about is, like, those milk duds are going to melt, dude. Oh, yeah, they're going to be fucked. Put, yeah, they're chocolate. You can't put them under a pillow. No, I, I, I actually I left a box. I left the a box in uh, in my car in the passenger seat, and the next day it was just a mess. It's just one big congealed blob of caramel and chocolate. Yeah, so I stuck it in the fridge and then, like, chiseled it out to eat because I was still okay. going to eat it because I'm a monster. So Right. When not at an Alamo draft house, what's your favorite thing to sneak into a movie? Uh, to sneak in, I guess. Uh, I mean, I've definitely done like the you know PBR tall boys in both pockets before. Yep. That's mm-hmm. yeah. I, I remember we did that for uh, Dark Knight because like I my uh, my former roommate uh, Brian Salisbury and I moved here together in like 2008 um, and like hadn't figured out yet that like the Alamo was going to sell out tickets for Dark Knight like right. way before the movie came out. So like the week before, we're like oh we should get tickets. Or like oh shit. We get to go see it at like AMC Barton Creek. So, uh, yeah, we some beers. Oh, we definitely took beer to that. Yeah. Um, my favorite answer that so far has been an entire Chipotle burrito. Oh, there you go. That's the way to do it. Or like Wendy's. Like if you could sneak like a whole like bag of Wendy's in there. Let me tell you something. I love Wendy's, and I don't know why. It's the only thing that gives me the runs. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I don't know why, but every time... It's have, so good going down, though. It's so good, but every, like no other fast food does it to me. We're like, an hour after I eat Wendy's, like, I have to run to a toilet, and it just blows through me. That's the worst. Yeah. I mean, people are crazy about what they'll take in, though. Like, I've seen people with, like, sushi, or, like, That's some amazing. dude rolled in with, like, a whole fried chicken. Like, You're people will take... Up. No, I'm not, 100%. A whole fried chicken? Whole fried chicken. All right. People take ridiculous shit into movies. Uh, another thing I'm always on the lookout for, if the, sometimes the theater will have it, but if the theater doesn't have uh, mini chewy sweet tarts, I will definitely take my own mini chewy sweet tarts. Okay. I'm a big fan of those. Mini chewy sweet tarts. Oh, they're the best. You can get a big bag of them over at Bucky's. Fuck, Bucky's is the best, too. Get a nice Dr. Pepper Icy. Dude, I love Bucky's. Bucky's is awesome. It's my favorite thing in the world. Uh,. All right. What, what about what about what's the most famous movie you've ever worked on? The most famous movie, yeah, or the most let's say commercially viable movie you've ever worked <laughs> on, if not. Famous. Uh, honestly, probably this thing I just did in New Mexico. Uh, it had starred uh, Demi Moore and uh, Ed Helms is in it. Uh, Caleb Worthy from Bodied is in it. Uh, it's called Corporate Animals. It's okay, coming, should, should be coming out sometime next year. But like I worked on uh, 
Devil's Candy that played Toronto and South mm-hmm. by Southwest with Ethan Embry, and that was a lot of fun to work on too. And I ran into mostly Ethan, I work on small stuff. So I ran into Ethan Embry and I told him I really liked him in that thing you do, and I've never seen someone more offended. <laughs> and I was like, like, I was like really genuinely like, man, like, I love that thing you do, and I love you in it. And he just looked at me and was like, ugh, and he walked away. <laughs> oh, man. I've, so, God, it's been several years now, but uh, maybe like to 2010 or so, we had Bill Pullman out for Fantastic Fest. Uh-huh. And I felt like I had to, to tell him that um, my mom's favorite movie in the world is While You Were Sleeping. And nice. he was, well, A, really stoned, but B, not, not real sure how to take that. Right. I'm not sure he remembered he was in it. I would have brought up Newsies. He definitely had that like look on his face like, did I did I do that movie? Are you confu- <laughs> you're confusing me with Bill Paxton again, yeah. aren't you? Game over, man. I'm sure he's not ever sick of that. Oh, never, no. But yeah, super stoned. All right. Well, great. That's a great interview. Good job. Do you want? I mean, is there anything else you want to talk? No, about? I mean that's that's a pretty long one. I gotta cut out some of your stupid answers, but. All right, thank you, Luke Mullen, for being on 5 by 5 at the movies. Thank you so much for having me, Mr. Ruckus. And uh, if you had to give any advice to someone who's looking to get into the exciting world of transferring a tape to a computer five uh, feet away, what advice would you give them? Oh, to get into DIT work? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear God. Uh, if you actually, <laughs> if that's something you would actually be interested in, um, there are lots of working DITs uh, that you can, you know, Look up on Facebook. Uh, there are lots of DIT groups, and uh, I would suggest uh, talking to one of them and trying to uh, ask if they would be willing to, to spend some time mentoring you, and uh, maybe you can start working uh, as a utility and sort of work your way up. And then you get to work with Demi Moore. Sure, well, yeah, that's, that's how it works. All right. Yay, good interview. Minions are still fucking stupid. Minions are great. Minions are the worst. Thank you, Luke Mullen, so much for being a guest. Uh, thank you to my co-host, Mason Shear. That's you. Minions. What do you want to plug this week? I want to plug Despicable Me, Despicable Me 1, <laughs> Despicable Me 2, Despicable Me 3, uh, and the Minions. I want to give a okay. shout-out to Gru. I want to give a shout-out to Stuart, Kevin, Bob, and all the Minions. Okay. Okay. That's weird flex. Uh, thank you so much Learn to everyone listening. a different listening. meme. No. That's this week's meme. I can't do the Pikachu face over a podcast. Thank you Just so much to out. everyone listening. Please yell review Pikachu us on face. iTunes if you're so inclined. I'm going to uh, talk all over this. Email us at 5 by 5 film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Specifically find us, about the minions. Find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 at the movies. I said earlier, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear your things Thank on Twitter. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the 5 Just by 5 Network. Just tell me about minions. Our theme is produced by Dan Richardson. Send me your we'll minion We'll see memes. you next week memes. with another 5 by 5 at the movies. I want to see all the minions. Roll credits. Hello, buddy.